Okay, Jared, uh, I know your girlfriend, Bellany, just... Um, it's Belanthony. Belanthony. She she left, but it's... I, I know she left, but I also know it was because you told her to go. That's her fault. You got dumped on by... by uh, life. Like your, your life. Well, and somebody... They said something mean about your art. Look, I, I want... Wait, I who want said to, something mean about my art? I want to enter your art in a competition. Jer- Jared, competition. Get your mind off of Belethany. <laughs> Thank you for saying it right. <laughs> Look, my art's pretty great. I don't know who would say anything bad about it, but sure, yeah, let's we can do that. Okay. Absolutely. This, <laughs> this competition is in no way canceled. You should totally prepare for it. Huh? Huh? <laughs> what? Dummy says what? <laughs> Guys, you are here on the indie film review are here. <laughs> On the Indie Film Review. <laughs> review are here on the Indie Film Review. Review are here on the Indie Film Review. Oh, shit. We like to have fun here. Uh, I'm Dan. That's Jared. And hey. um, that was a skit that was terribly ad-libbed by me um, in homage to the film that we watched this week. It is called Big Break. Called yeah. Big Break. Dan, I think you're doing a great job, by the way. I don't want Thank you to beat you. yourself up, buddy. Okay. I don't have a whole week to like put you in a house to make you better. So oh. you're gonna have to just <laughs> pretend to be okay, all right? Oh shit. You're right. None of us have that luxury. This was sent to us by whom? By whom? By Julian Big. That's right. And he plays the supporting role in this film. He plays Palms. Yes, who I thought his name was Poems for the longest time. <laughs> I think Poems is a cooler name than Palms, but Palms is also pretty cool. Palms. Palms. But yeah, Julian Berger, he wrote and directed this. I believe if I remember correctly, he said that he made this in like just around his house with his best friends. And this Holy shit. honestly is a competently like way more than competently made movie with what he described it as like this it's goes incredible. to show like what you can do with a couple friends and no fucking budget and make such an interesting funny yeah film yeah wow and relatable I don't, I don't know it was super relatable to me because i'm a musician and like everything that they did that had to do with music was like the comedy struck with me every single chord yeah so there are a Pun lot intended of... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There are a lot of musical jokes in this. And I feel like there's some current, there's past musical thing references and there's some more current ones. Some of those went woof right over my uh, non-musical brain. But they didn't go over my head. Well, there were, there were some, there were some artists I hadn't heard of, but I'm like, oh, they're making jokes about current artists. Oh, I love this. It's, it was mm-hmm, so cool. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will find enjoyment for that and it's just a genuinely funny interesting film yeah uh that i enjoyed regardless of knowing all the references now i will say i i get that you find it relatable because it is a, like a musician or, or somebody who's trying to make music through beats and rapping and stuff but i that that's like the music that they were like i like childish gambino uh-huh. i wasn't i didn't like the music that this character was making in it or like uh-huh. i don't know if you were like it was like it almost felt like that was part of the comedy too of like him yeah no crappy i, I, I think that's <laughs> like and forgive us for saying this but i think that was kind of the point I like think it wasn't so? 
it wasn't the best music because like whenever we finally get to the 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 song at the end i enjoyed I that handle song. it i, I don't like i song. couldn't handle it i couldn't handle it it was it's it was not for me it was better than all the other ones that he had done but like it just it, it's it's silly dude he made some pretty good ones there was one where he was talking about eating poop and that he was a loser, and I'm like, I like that one. I was like, genuinely like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. like that was part of the thing that I felt relatable. Just like whenever I'm coming up with lyrics and just like kind of like listening to my beat or my song over and over and over again, and just like ad libbing lyrics, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what you do. It's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, he said, I'm a dumb, dumb loser boy, and he kept saying it over and over. And I'm like, this is the best song you've wrote so far. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I I also like self. Oh, words. I also like self deprecation as well yes and i like happy songs that are really sad so i don't know childish gambino does stuff like that too yeah. like with this is america it's like a fucked up song um i mean i gotta listen to that song again did you did you try to like go back and listen to any of his music in preparation for this Ooh, childish gambino. i listen to childish gambino a lot like he's part of my playlist nice um, because so the main character in this is obsessed with him. It, that's yeah. like his idol and who he aspires to, which I thought was really cool. Um, and he's got a poster of him in his room of his of like his album, of one of his, his albums. Naked so anyways, body. I don't think we've explained what this movie is. I don't really. think we have so either. Why you, hey, <laughs> why don't you tell everyone? Guys, this film that we're talking about, it's it's about this guy who um he breaks up with his girlfriend for no discernible no i guess he says that we were fighting all the time anyway he breaks up with her and then gets pissed off that he broke up with her and blames it on her somewhat and his friend tries to like make him you know not sulk over spring break so he's like hey you just got your music shit on by a reviewer. So let's make a big album. We'll go to my dad's studio and we will spend the entire spring break there and just be in album mode. And that is what the gist of this film is. And, um, along the way, like we get to know their quirks, like palms tries to invite his kind of, I, I won't call her an ex, but like his kind of on again, off again, girl who is kind of done with him but he he asks her for a favor to help out his bro and then she agrees to it well because she's part of the lie the group that is making that was supposed to throw this contest yeah but the contest contest is not real anymore it got canceled so she gets stuck in this lie with palms because of palms yes and she feels so bad for austin because she's like well he's a he's a good guy and he looks crazy depressed. Like there's times where people are afraid that he's going to yeah. like that. He's suicidal. You're like, Jesus Christ. So he's a real sad sack. So they're, they're kind of like trying to help them like help him, I guess in that way. Comedy in this stand. What do you think? I liked it. Yeah, me too. It was very funny. It was, yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, it was kind of subtle, funny, like kind of mumblecore funny. Yeah. You could tell, like, it it wasn't mumblecore in the, in the traditional sense of, like, being ad-libbed. Like, there was writing in there. And, I was like, wondering about that. If it, I, well, if it maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't think that, I think there was writing in it. Like, I think mm-hmm. they had some pretty decent jokes that were set up in certain ways that made me feel like that that's what it was. But it, it still feels very mumblecore. Like, the, the aesthetic, at least. You know, the way it looks. 
Oh, when he was going through the montage of all all these records that he shouldn't listen to while he's going to take a shower. Uh-huh. He's like, listen, dude, I know you're depressed. You cannot listen to the following records because they're going to make you even sadder. And he's like, starts showing him like this guy. Look, he's literally crying on the album cover. Definitely don't listen to this. And just like hard cuts to the next one and the next one. That was really fun. When um, Palms was looking for his friend, he's like, Austin, you like poke his head out and like yeah. look around a corner. And he's like outside. He's like, Austin. And then, and then Eve is like, oh, he's he's in the backyard. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 I knew that. This is just like a fun game me and him like to play. He's like, score one for Austin. Oh, he got me. Jared, where are you? Or then when he makes all that food for him, he's like, I made you breakfast in bed. He's like, oh, he's not here. He's like, this took a long time to make. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like genuinely really There's sad one... about it. I forgot what he said, but it made me laugh really hard. It was at the very end of the film where he he's like, I, well, I don't know because I don't think you state like the, the, they cut after the song and then Julian says something. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. I, I had to hard cut out of that. <laughs> he says video. something really funny after he cuts and it was, it made uh, me laugh a lot. Um, there was a, wait, there's one more line where, um, they were making a Netflix and chill reference. Oh yeah. Like, it's not called that. And he goes like Disney plus and cuddling mm. us. Cuddling and I'm like, us, that's the one. That was so, that's the one that made me laugh. Stupid. <laughs> oh my God. So it made me much. so happy. It was so dumb. HBO yeah, and handjob. Yeah, Disney yeah, yeah, plus yeah. and cuddling. Us. Disney plus and cuddling <laughs> us. It's genius. Genius. <laughs> um, sons of bitches. Anyways, Dan asked me a question. Um, yes, Jared, how did you feel about, okay, we've kind of already alluded to this, but like, how, how did you feel about the sad sackiness of the main character? Like, did it get overbearing? You know what? I feel like it really walked a fine line Mm. and, but I don't think it ever crossed it over to like, this is overbearing for me because the film lets you care about this character and gives him enough to that you were kind of rooting for him and everyone else in the film, even the character that he's mad at. And it's like, yes, he is. He broke up with this girl. He did that. And now he's upset that he did that. And he's like taking it out on her. And that's selfish, but he's doing that out of like insecurity because he feels like a loser. And like, this girl was the best thing that ever happened to me, even though we don't work. Un door. <laughs> I'm a lizard, so yeah, I thought he was like, man, this guy's such a jerk, but there was enough to feel sympathy for him. Okay. And he does learn what he's doing. He's like, wow, I really need to just get my fucking head out of my ass here and quit being such a prick. He's like, when we all, we both know we didn't work. Like this relationship doesn't work and we should just move on. And he should stop being so fucking jelly and, you know, hitting her up. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought they did a good job with that, with the sad sackiness. And you know what really helps? Palms yeah. really helps with that. Yeah, it's palms. If Palms was not there to be like this cheer him up bro with the comedy. Uh, and that's not to say that that Austin wasn't funny, too, but I feel like the dynamic between them was oh, really good. Yeah, the dynamic between them is excellent. And like Palms is... Like he's dopey, like a little bit, you know. Like he's, he he's he's not altogether there, but he means well, and he he <laughs> like knows he's what stoned, he wants. Maybe? 
Well, yeah, but yeah. He, they never allude to that. And like, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like never, the oafishness. Yeah. Um, he, he plays it. He plays it so well. Mm-hmm. And again, that is the director and writer. So it's like, it's, yep. it's almost like he knew exactly what he needed to get out of that character. I, I think that was really cool. You know what I like too is camera work in this was really fun and they do a, a really good job with these close up shots of people's faces. Yeah. It's all in the face, man. That shit was really fun. Right out, they, of the, right out of the Spielberg book, man. Right you got to Spielberg. You got to get up in that face. Get up all in right, the now face. Bring in the dinosaur. Bring in the fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I really enjoyed those close-ups. I really enjoyed that, the handheld feel of a lot mm-hmm. of the shots, because you know me with shaky cam and how upset I can get, throw a little tantrums. They did this really well in this. It yeah. did not make me feel uneasy. It it added to like making things feel more natural. Because like sometimes you're looking through the camera of what someone else is recording and then it, it'll cut to like showing the two characters. Like, wait, is there a third? You're like, you're almost thinking like, are I felt like I was the third person yeah. in the room hanging out with yeah. these guys. <laughs> I don't know. So I think I did, did a really good job in that respect. Now, Dan, question for you, and then we'll get into spoilers, is do you feel like this premise was enough to carry a full-length feature? I mean, it did. What I'm asking is, like, because this movie, there's not a lot of stakes in this film. This is a very oh, low-key yeah, yeah, yeah. film. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. Uh, okay. So I will admit. Is that okay? Is that not okay? I will admit that I probably got a little impatient with the movie because like I was watching it. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm warming up to it. And then I paused it because I had to go like to the bathroom or I had to get something. And um, I, I I paused it and it was at 20 minutes. I'm like 20 minutes. That felt long. This movie flies by. No, 20 minutes felt long to me at first. And then like after 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, I see the groove of this. Okay. So I, I guess the first 20 minutes for me were just, it wasn't rough. It was just like, it was slow in building up to what they were actually getting at. It was weird because for me, the premise was so simple. And I was wondering like, is this going to be able to hold my attention? And like I had just said earlier, like this movie just blew by for me. Yeah. When I checked it, I had 20 minutes left and I was like, oh wow, the movie's going to be over soon. <laughs> it's like, oh, Okay. So I was pleasantly surprised by how like low key chill this idea was and how much it was able to carry me throughout the whole film. And I think a lot of that is just the bros brown out their antics, like from scene to scene, I was interested in what was going on. Yeah. And the only time I kind of was tuning out is the music stuff. Like when they're getting like, like, I guess when I wasn't getting the joke, (laughs) but like, that's me, I guess. Yeah, bro. I'm not cool. So before we get into spoilers, if you are a musician, um, this is a film that you can get more out of because a lot of the plot and comedy centers around music centers around. That doesn't make any sense. Centers on music. Let's see if it's streaming anywhere. It's on Tubi. Oh, okay. So Big Break is on Tubi. Nice. Go check it out. It's really good. And I see what you did there. I see what you did. He has a big break in his relationship and he also is trying to get his big break into. And that was the other thing, too. I Like he was trying to get a big break. Like he's like, I'm going to get signed by this record and just tour the world. Like he 
<laughs> he's skipping all these steps. He's like, I'm going to get signed and I'm touring Tokyo. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then my friend's going to be his manager. He's going to just quit everything he's doing and just become my manager. So ridiculous. All right, let's spoil the shit out of and this And what's kind of funny, too, is is like... His mindset is so like the mindset of somebody at that age, right? Yes. Of just being like, this is the worst thing. This breakup that I did is the worst thing that's ever happened. And the only way for me to get out of it is to become a superstar. <laughs> You're like, okay, all right. And his buddy's like, just wait a few months and things take time. Like this just happened. He's like, no, I'm going to die. That was Yeah, that was the other thing too. And, and then, and then, um... Oh, what's her name? What's the girl's name? So there's um Eve. Eve is the is the girl who got dumped, and who was the other one? Stella. Stella. So Stella comes in, and Stella basically tells him the same exact shit. He's like, or she's like, "Hey, just chill out, man. <laughs> Heal." Did you think something was going to happen with Stella in Austin? There were times when I'm like, is this going somewhere? Like, What just, an interesting love triangle that would have been if they really would have thrown a wrench into it. That would have been crazy. But I don't know. I, maybe I erroneously read that because I want to talk about like Stella is my favorite character in this. Yeah, film. she's cool. She is a rock. She is like a hardcore feminist without being a feminist. Like she, she without like saying it out loud. You mean, or what do you mean? Yeah. Like without, like without saying it out, like without, she is a woman who likes to stand up for herself and will call people out on their bullshit. Every chance she gets it. It's like, Hell just cause yeah. I'm a woman doesn't mean you can talk to me this way. And fucking palms tries to talk to her in that way and she yells at him every fucking he time it's so just, good he turns to her says something fucking dumb and she just dunks on him like it's jordan so style like get the fuck out of here yeah it's it's pretty great and then when austin's like yeah i can really say like you two working together he's like yeah yeah yeah, definitely some chemistry i'm like no <laughs> no 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 the maturity level is just not there uh, it's pretty funny. That is that is a good point. Like it almost seems like Eve and Stella have normal maturity levels. <laughs> like they're they're advancing and developing like they should, and these two are just like kind of redundant, and they they can't they can't advance past Oof. like nineteen. <laughs> yeah, they're just not there yet. They're they're gonna get there. They're gonna get there. But I, that's a, that's a classic thing of like yeah, dopey guys, right? And I'm fine with it because we are we're dumb as hell. Uh, <laughs> I am fine. And, I, I and if everybody was like adults that made all the correct decisions, which adults never do, then the film wouldn't be fun or interesting, right? So, was there like any scene you wanted to talk about, or or anything in particular you wanted to highlight? I I thought whenever they were going through all the records that you can't listen to, he said Palm said you should listen to the Beach Boys. Like Beach Boys are fine. So he listens to a Beach Boys album and it's the one with "Wouldn't Be Nice" on it. And he's like, "Man, you told me to listen to Beach Boys and they did the same exact shit to me." And then he's like, "No, no, 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 no. You shouldn't have listened to this one. You should have listened to Good Vibrations." And I thought about it. I'm like, I'm listening to I'm in my head. I'm listening to the lyrics of Good Vi- Vibrations. I'm like, even that song fucked up is about a girl. <laughs> we're killing everyone today. <laughs> It's a genocide. Let's go. Hooray. <laughs> oh. I love the colorful clothes she wears. Uh, yeah, and apparently they did some sad songs. Who would have thought? The boys on the beach, they can get sad too, you know? Step on a starfish. 
They can. And they will. Brian Johnson, I think his name was. Brian Regan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He's fun. He is fun. But it's nothing to do with this podcast or this film. I mean, is there much to spoil in this movie? It almost feels like the main plot. It's, the it's there. It's and, doing and that's, it. That's what it's I, like not really. That's what kind of makes it mumblecore-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the plot is again. So I think going back to what you were talking about, you like the simplicity of the premise. The premise is not what gets you through the film. It's the the back and forth, the um, the dialogue, and the. Yeah. I, I guess the only stake is that Ryan eventually finds out that the the thing is off and he gets pissed off. Not Ryan. Um, Austin. Austin. That the contest has been canceled for a long fucking time. But his buddy wanted him to come out here and do this because this is the only time he was ever happy in the yeah. last few months since his breakup. He's, he's had something to focus on, right? Uh, and, and like work things out through his art, which he eventually does. And I, I thought that was really sweet. And I think that worked really well. I There's a couple of things I liked. I liked how, like, it was a really quick one-off line where it's like, they get to the dad's studio and he's like, what, your dad said we could use this? He's like, fuck no. <laughs> That's why he's not here. <laughs> so and funny. I also like how Eve and Stella don't, like, hook up with any of yeah. the two main boys. You know, they're just their own characters doing their own shit. And one's moving on, one's like there to support a friend, and that's it. Like, yeah. there's no like big football game where someone saves the day and then <laughs> you kiss the girl and you you like you dip her. You know, it's like no, yeah, 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 exactly. Sebastian's not there singing a song. Anyway, this isn't what I was thinking. The other thing will come back to me, but like one of my favorite lines because he says it a lot. He's like, I sleep in the stew, like Childish Gambino. Oh my God, I sleep in the stew. <laughs> it took the first time I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And then the second time I'm like, oh, studio. He the sleeps studio. in the stew. <laughs> and every time they cut to him trying to sleep, it's the worst sleep imaginable. He, he's not getting sleep. He's yeah. like driving himself so like crazy. That was really funny. I remember now. I liked how they <laughs> created this character named Troy just to shit on him. <laughs> yes. So Eve Eve starts dating another musician <laughs> that mm. she just followed on Spotify. <laughs> just like the way they met. Yeah. She starts dating him. Her and Austin. And it just so happens that Palms has a backstory with Troy. <laughs> yes. Where apparently when they're in dorms together, uh, this this new what was his name? This Troy. new guy. Troy comes in and he's like, yo, check out this new childish Gambino song. And he's like singing it to him. But he says the N word during the song. And the like, and they bring up the fact that he's like, there's not even an N word in that song. Yeah. And they're all white. They're all white. So they're like dunking on him. Like this guy's fucking racist. So like they keep calling him a racist piece of shit throughout the whole thing. (laughs) Does he bring it up to her when he calls her? Yeah, I think so. That phone call was so, it was so cringy. And I was like Mm -hmm. this in, but like in a, it hit emotionally correctly, though, yes. where I was like, this is some dumb shit a the good kid cringe. would yeah. do. Yeah. Calling this girl. And what really made it work is that by the end of the phone call, he's like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. And I, I can't believe I'm acting this way. And he like really like self-reflects on him because <laughs> she's like, this isn't fair. What you're doing is not fair. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you're correct. <laughs> I'm like, man, 
whoever has this self-reflection anymore but uh yeah it was it was nice <laughs> for him to be like all right it was nice uh dan final thoughts what do you think bud um i was pleasantly surprised by this movie like i said it felt like i had a slow start and like oh man where's this film going but then the more it went and the more i started to get into the music humor and the more i started to get into the chemistry between palms and austin um and the deeper that palms dug his fucking grave i i thought it, it became more enjoyable yeah, and I think to end this episode, we should sing a song from the NWA. I think that would really bring oh, us back together uh, as a podcast. And I'm going to let you lead it off, buddy. <laughs> uh, no, I really like this movie. I was so presently, presently, I was presently su- surprised and pleasantly surprised. Even though, like I said, the the premise like wasn't getting it for me, but the comedy and the friendship and how well made it was and everything really really worked uh you guys knocked it out of the fucking park keep going i want to see more films send it to us i'll watch them guys you can find us on instagram at indie film review pod you can find us on threads at indie film review pod you can email us at the indie film review at gmail.com yeah buddy if you want to be nice please Find us and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or any other review place. Anywhere you can find us, give us a a, a high rating. That helps us a lot. Or just tell other people about the show. That really helps. We love to grow. We love to show. And um, just thank you for getting this far, sticking with us, listening. If you're new, if you're old, you know. I'm I'm glad I got to live in your little head for at least uh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. That's That's neat for me. A tight 30. Oh, I'm a tight 30. That's what everyone says <laughs> about me. Uh, so thanks again, Dan. You got the final word. There were times when I would break up with her, but I'd hate anything, anything to happen to, to happen her. To her. Ooh, so I don't want to see me. Do you really think she'll pull through? I fucking love that song. It's so good.